We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app well the biden administration you know the administration that uh rachel maddow does not think is fascist um uh, they are now using propaganda against uh, American citizens, taxpayer-funded propaganda, by the way, and it's even filtering down into our uh, into our classrooms. Joining us right now is Dan Schneider, the vice president of uh, Media Research Center and uh, their Free Speech America. Dan, welcome to the program. How are you? Charlie, I'm doing much better than America is under Joe Biden. Oh, my word. We are in a disaster right now. And they're using propaganda against conservatives, and it's filtering down into the classrooms, Dan. Talk to us about that. Charlie, usually the left is very good at, at head fakes, at using words that don't mean what they say and don't say what they mean. We're, when you use the word propaganda, this is the word that DHS is using dhs says that they're funding propaganda yeah. the grant they're the dhs under the the anti-terrorism program the program that our tax dollars are supposed to be used to catch terrorists biden's dhs department of homeland security is is paying propagandists to, to teach american teachers how to incorporate censorship yeah. how to incorporate propaganda and how to turn kids into left-wing activists. And I'm not making any of this up. I'm not exaggerating this. This is straight out of their own funding and grant applications to DHS. It is unbelievable. They want to, uh, they said they want to launch this public awareness campaign. um, And 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 you cannot say that this is nonpartisan either. This is absolutely partisan propaganda, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, they use um, a chart. It's called a media bias chart by Adfantes, a left-wing organization. And anything that Adfantes says is good, which means NPR, ABC, NBC, you know, Rachel Maddow, that's good media. But anything that is on the right is considered bad media and is thus to be censored. Uh, and, and we've seen these kind of censorship things before, but what is so infuriating is that now teachers all across america are being are being taught how to use these left-wing tools to indoctrinate kids and and charlie i Mm -hmm. kid you not kids are being offered up to a thousand dollars to post left-wing propaganda on instagram and social media accounts with our tax dollars this this sounds like the modern era of the hitler youth well you're not exaggerating here because the, it, this was incubated by the U.S. State Department, 
working with the Germans oh, at no. the University of. I'm not making this. No, Charles, it gets worse. This gets worse. This gets worse. Working with the Germans out of the University of Würzburg. Oh, I suspect you've never heard of this, but it is, the University of Würzburg is the alma mater of Joseph Goebbels. Oh, my word. Hitler's propagandist in chief. That's who the U.S. State Department is working with to incubate this propaganda model. And the, the U.S. grantee claims, I mean, she says so that she is a proud propagandist. Yeah. This is what our tax dollars are paying for. Now, you used to not be able to do this, but uh, because Obama basically did away with the laws that say that you can't uh, uh, give the government can't give propaganda to the American citizens. Now, the Biden administration is. <laughs> is so listen to this. Uh, one quote was, we are living in a darker, scarier, angry, less hopeful country. Thanks to Mr. Trump's influence. Are we on the verge of war? Donald Trump was also adopting the shock jock style that Rush Limbaugh built into a cultural phenomenon. It won't be easy, but we really have to reduce Trump's influences. These are statements that are put out by these propagandists to teachers to teach in classes now. This, what you're reading there are examples of what was created by the students, by the people oh, the grantee was influencing. This is the content that our tax dollars paid for instead of catching terrorists. But, yeah. you know, implicit in all of this is that we're the terrorists. Because right. this is anti-terrorism tax dollars, and they're coming after us. And, of course, we just learned that, you know, the, the, the feds wanted financial institutions to ding Americans that uh, bought anything with MAGA in it, anything with Trump in it, shopped at Bass Pro Shops, shopped at Dick's, or bought a Bible. Yes. And guess what? That was out of the Treasury Department. And again, based on a terrorism program. One thing is consistent in the Biden administration. All these federal agencies that have anti-terrorism programs are being targeted against us. Yeah. Meanwhile, we've got terrorists coming across our southern border every single day. Well, and they're, they're being welcomed with open arms. Yeah, you're exactly this, right. This, so, is, this is the Biden administration. This is what they're doing. It, it is it is beyond shocking. This is, this is a declaration of war on the whole idea of America. Has anybody in Congress called for investigations any, into any of this? I mean, after all, the, uh, the, the House controls the power of the purse. Have they looked at pulling funding for this program? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, here's some good news. Uh, there are many Republicans in the House of Representatives who are on this, uh, and then some in the Senate. So uh, we broke a story last year that showed that, that out of the same targeted violence and terrorism uh, office at DHS, that DHS was promoting the you know, a pyramid of far-right radicalization that said that the RNC and Prager University and yeah. Turning Point USA and several others are, are neo-Nazis. And uh, so we worked with the Appropriations Committee to defund all of that and the whole office. But of course, the Democrats aren't allowing any appropriations bills to be passed. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, last year, uh, out of the Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan held hearings and called Mayorkas to account over this. And Harriet Hageman, the congresswoman from Wyoming who yeah. replaced Liz Cheney, and then Mike Johnson, a Louisiana congressman then, was very aggressive uh, against Mayorkas, and he's now the Speaker of the House. And, uh, and Mark... Uh, 
um, Mark Green, the chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, is on this beat. We've got many good allies fighting against censorship, fighting against what Biden is doing. But uh, Biden's got the Senate all wrapped up, so it's hard to get anything done. Right. Is this all coming from Mayorkas? Um, look, you know, Mayorkas, we've got quotes from Mayorkas at their annual conference, and he attended the whole conference, which is very unusual for a cabinet secretary, and he said this is one of his highest priorities. So wow. it's at least coming from Mayorkas, but we see this across the Biden administration. As you pointed out, the Treasury Department is involved. DOJ is involved. We, we, know, we know that DOD is involved. Uh, we helped defund something last year out of DOD. And, and, and we'll be breaking another story in the next couple of weeks about how the Department of Energy is involved. Wow. You know, there are so many agencies involved. It's got to be or- orchestrated from the very top. Guys, you need to go over to newsbusters.org. Check them out with the Media Research Center. Dan Snyder is the vice president of the Free Speech America over there. Dan, a pleasure to have you on the program this afternoon. We will stay in touch with you and keep everybody updated. I appreciate it. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you, Dan. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the program. Joining us right now is the chairman of the South Carolina GOP, vice chair of the RNC, Drew McKissick. Drew, welcome to the program. How you doing? Man, I'm doing okay today. How are you? I'm doing good. Here we are talking the first time we've talked in 2024. This is an election year, and it is a big one, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, people say all the time that, uh, hey, every election cycle, you say this is the most important election in our lifetime. And they're right. Yeah, <laughs> because the states keep going up. That's the problem. The left keeps pushing further and further to the left, and it raises the stakes, and it's critical. You're right. I mean, we just got off the phone with Dan Schneider over the Media Research Center. We are seeing taxpayer dollars used to put out propaganda against mm-hmm. conservatives, uh, not only coming from uh, the Department of Homeland Security, but also um, uh, the, the FBI is now asking financial institutions to dean people that go to Bass Pro Shops. I mean, mm-hmm. we've. I don't think I, I, in my lifetime I've never seen a government no. this against the American people as this one. No, no. And again, it just keeps moving a little bit further and a little bit further every day. It's all about, you know, the, the, the folks who are the intellectual or ideological fellow travelers with the, the world elite, uh, the uh, command and control economy crowd, the pseudo socialism, the pure socialism crowd, you name it. 
I mean, they're all off in that direction, and they're all about making sure that they have more control a little bit day by day over what you do, what you do with what you make, how you're able to spend it, what you're able to do with it when you keep it, uh, how kids are educated, your choices from going from here to there, what kind of car you're going to drive. I mean, it's everything, and, and it's it's all about control. Uh, it's not about freedom. It's not about prosperity. Uh, and the simple fact is when you look back through time, there is no example of an economy that ever for any extended period of time at all, no country with an economy that, that runs on those principles that has provided prosperity to their people, period, much less freedom. Right. So what is what are the folks at the RNC doing to ensure um, that this administration gets yeah. soundly defeated coming up in November? Biggest thing is going to be, because first off, when it comes to the party, whether it's the state Republican Party or the Republican National Committee, our job is being the generic Republican get-out-the-vote machine to help all our candidates up and down the ballot. So to that point, you know what you're going to talk about doing is going to differ depending on what state you're standing in. Because as you well know, we've talked about this a number of times, the rules in terms of how elections are run right. have changed in many states over the last, let's say, three to four years whether they've changed because of judicial fiat, uh, regulatory overreach, or just plain ignoring the law, not enforcing the law, or whether they've changed legislatively. Uh, where we can, we're engaged in lawsuits. RNC is currently engaged in 75 lawsuits around the country right now, just by itself, not counting those other groups on the right who are doing great work, just the RNC, 75 lawsuits. In addition to that, where we've been able to help try to get laws changed in Republican-controlled states, we've done that. You know what we did here in South Carolina right. with the election integrity bill a little over a year ago? Georgia's made great strides. Other states have. But where we can't change the rules, that our job is going to be, we've got to be better at how those elections are going to be run in those states than they are. That's our job. Be better than they are. So if that means in California ballot harvesting is legal, drop boxes are legal, then we're going to be better at that than they are so we can turn out more Republican votes and so we can win because losers don't get to make policy. Right. Uh, you know, all they get to do is complain. Uh, they don't get called about what the tax rates ought to be or whether or not CRT ought to be in the schools or transgender surgery is okay for kids. I mean, you name it, go down the list. Uh, so banking your vote, bankyourvote.com is a system that's going to be run out nationwide boutique for every state in the state part of the country, every statewide campaign, congressional campaign, expanding the electorate, to make sure that we get as many Republican early votes in the bank as possible. Because when we do that, especially in these key states for the presidential race, that's the only way we're going to win in those states. We have to get more what we call latent Republicans to get up, get out and vote. This gives us more time to get them to pledge to vote early. When they do that, they take that pledge online. Then, depending on what state they're in, we then come behind and hit them and hit them and hit them with what the rules are, when, where, how they can vote early in their state, what the deadlines are, plus our campaigns in those states will know who those people are. Hey, you know, Charlie said he's interested in voting early. you got to pester the heck out of Charlie to make sure that he does it. So then there's and a lot of follow-up. That's right, a yeah. lot of follow-up. And once you do it, then that makes our get-out-the-vote program cheaper because then we're no longer spending money between then and Election Day getting Charlie to vote. We've moved on to somebody else, and it saves us money as well. So you're taking the people that would, uh, I don't want to say normally vote Republican, but, but people that will vote Republican, and then uh, you're, you're, you're getting them to pledge that vote, and then you can go after some of the folks that are maybe wavering? 
Yeah, well, it allows us to do that. But the big thing to me is someone who's run campaigns here in this state that what interests me the most is not the election day Republicans. You know, the people like you and me who will crawl over broken glass right. and go vote on election day. It's the people who, yeah, they'll vote Republican if they go vote, but you got to poke them with a sharp stick a couple of times to get them to do it. Those those low propensity Republicans, they are the key to winning, especially in these battleground states around the country. So, uh, but one thing you did say, I mean, you you, you said something, and, and I really like this because we know that the Democrats do certain things. They do the ballot harvesting where it is legal, mm-hmm. and you said yep. we've got to be better at that than they are. Are are, are people being trained right now on how to do that? Yes. Yes. So again, depending on what state you're talking about, you know, the, in Nevada it's all mail-in balloting. Arizona is different. California is different. So. We have election integrity directors have been hired in all of these key battleground states so far, and then the RNC is working out from there to then train other people below them on a district-by-district or county-by-county basis what techniques to use based on what those laws are to maximize our turnout. So, again, in California, you know, drop boxes are legal. Right. Uh, So what are we doing? Well, we're putting drop boxes in, let's say, Hispanic churches in key districts where you have a large Hispanic population. Those people? They trust their pastor to have a drop box there. Uh, fine, because folks who are sitting in the pews on Sunday are more likely to vote conservative. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So uh, are these drop boxes being monitored at all in any way? Yes. Yes. So, again, depending on the state you're standing in, what those laws are, what those rules are, what the mandates are in terms of monitoring, all of that we want to take advantage of right up to the letter of the law. And, again, be better at it than they are. Well, certainly, uh, well, I mean, that's very encouraging because, you know, people, uh, a lot of people have kind of lost the uh, lots to confidence in, in our election systems. But the listeners of this program and this radio station, I mean, we were able to shut down a bill in 16 hours the other day. I mean, it's mm-hmm. because people got on their phones and they started calling their state representatives. People do have the power, don't they? They do. They just have to be, one, educated, and then, two, engaged in the proper activity. In other words, what I need to know, and then what's the action I need to take to make a difference on what I know. And that's key. And that, that's a challenge that we have, you know, as conservatives every day, because there's stuff going on somewhere around the country every day, school board, city council, state legislature, yeah. Congress, et cetera. That's our job. And I always say the smaller the election, the more it affects you on a daily day-to-day basis. But how can folks find out more about how to get involved? Maybe they say, I want to do more than just vote. I want to actually get involved in the process. That's right. You can go to scgop.com right now, right there on the homepage, scgop.com. You can sign up. Get on our email list because on a county-by-county basis, we have different things going on at different times. We want to be able to let you know what's going on in your area so then you can decide how you want to get involved. All right, it's just that easy. All right, Drew McKissick, chairman of the uh, South Carolina GOP, vice chair of the RNC. Always a pleasure, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Take care. Take care. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Well, House Bill uh, 4624 deals with uh, gender mutilation 
of young people here in South Carolina, and you'll be surprised how some people voted on this. Joining us right now is State Representative Thomas Beach. Representative Beach, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? It is good to talk to uh, you, good sir. (laughs) I want to congratulate and thank you, sincerely thank you, on that the help we needed to help on that Nancy Pelosi rule change. And yeah. my goodness, the support and the, 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 I, it was the strangest thing when I went onto the house floor that morning and you could see all these legislators on their phone, moaning and groaning and gnashing of teeth. Uh, and you served, thank you for that. The backup people of, uh, of the upstate and the Carolinas, uh, I sincerely appreciate your your yeah. efforts to, to see what was going on and, and call them out on it. I'm telling you what, the listeners of this show really stepped up to the plate. I, I could just imagine, Representative Beach, that they all had a little bead of sweat over their, their top lip there that morning as they went in and told leadership they had to vote no. But uh, House Bill uh, 4624, there was an amendment yesterday, Amendment Number 9, that would have criminalized uh, surgeons and, and, and uh, for uh, d- performing these surgeries on young people. Sixty-three Republicans voted against this amendment, did they not? Yes. So for those that are listening, this bill was to ban doctor-assisted mutilation on minors and children under the age of 18. And so we conservatives wanted to add uh, penalties, criminal punishment, uh, for those that would do these doctor-assistant procedures. And the Republicans fought the uh, Freedom Caucus and voted it down. But the amazing thing was during this whole entire debate that went on, and I got home at midnight, Riley Gaines, the uh, female athlete, right. She started tweeting out. People started reaching out. It was the pressure. Once again, conservatives reached out to their legislators. What are you doing? And um, it's it's funny because it's kind of like a playbook. You know, every election year, if you think back, do you remember a couple years ago, uh, the Republicans fought the ban on uh, the Save Women Sports uh, uh, issue. Right. They killed, they killed that uh, ban uh, on protecting girls in South Carolina, and they killed it twice. And, but when it became an election year, they all started passing stuff and patting them on the back. And that's what happened last night. They voted against Amendment 9, the uh, criminal punishments. And then they started sweating again, like, oh, no, what did we do here? So they were turned around and made it better by making it a felony because of the pressure from the people. And it was because of the Freedom Caucus, myself and my legislative battle buddies, that put the pressure on for them to do this. So I, you know, thank thank your listeners and supporters that we need good people to make right decisions, and we need the fine people of South Carolina to, to help back us up in this fight. Okay, let's let's now go to uh, the story that we heard where one member, a uh, Republican, quote-unquote, was actually asking uh, people, the uh, what, the Carolina's Natural Gas Association, to raise funds to primary you guys? So I, I read the article. Um, I, from what I've uh, heard, was that, the assistant majority uh, leader of the House, 
was petitioning uh, lobbyists to get involved, <laughs> and and so when um, it was it was pretty shocking because we've we've estimated that seven hundred thousand dollars has been spent trying to get us out of office. I mean, just right. uh, last right. night or the night before. My my district was covered in text, you know, uh, calling that I'm an obstructionist, and they want a quote unquote common sense Republican. Listen, uh, that common sense should be code for Mitt Romney type yeah. Republican. Yeah, and uh, weak lack of backbone uh, re- Republicans, and so um, yes, there's been an ongoing fight, an ongoing. Uh, recruitment drive to find people to challenge uh, the conservative wings of the of the party of the Freedom Caucus members. Isn't that amazing? I mean, when, when you see like Jay West, uh, first of all, is this even ethical to get there in front of the Carolina's Natural Gas Association on a panel discussion and and, and try to raise funds? I'm, I am. I am very fortunate not to be a lawyer in Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, I, if it's not, it certainly should be. Um, but you guys are scaring these folks to, to death. And don't you think it is, is, I mean, it's heartbreaking that we actually have, a, have to have here in South Carolina a conservative wing of the Republican Party? That's the world we live in. Uh, and, but, you know, if you look back, there was only just a few Republican uh, conservatives. I, I think of great men like uh, Representative Mike Burns and yeah. Representative Bill Chumley, uh, who were conservative fighters uh, from, from you know, a long time. And just a few years ago, there was a few. You had Josiah Magnuson and Adam uh, Morgan and yeah. Ashley Brantham. But today, there's 17. So in June, that's coming up, here's another chance to say, do you want somebody to fight for your freedoms, your values, your families, to fight for what is right, or do you want somebody that's going to sign that loyalty pledge and say, no, I'm not going to speak out against people like Representative Sandifer, who's under investigation for pay-for-play. Yeah, right. That ban, that oath, prevents us from saying anything. He, he needs to resign. Um, so there's a real fight uh, and this this uh, bill that we passed last night, which is a good bill, which prevents doctors from mutilating chemical castrating kids. Right. But we needed the opportunity to throw amendments. Uh, my amendment was to have schools notify parents if their child was. Uh, identifying as an- another uh, sex, right? And Republicans stomped on it. I, uh, uh, you know, and uh, and you know, it was it was tough. I I I sat there and well, I stood there in the middle of the room and and uh, was beat up pretty good. Um, <laughs> um, but it, it, I I am so glad that I had. Uh, others such as Magnuson and Morgan and uh, mm. Jordan Pace out of the Low Country, um, you know, they they came and 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 said something in in support of, hey, schools, we we need to let parents know what's going on in their child's life. 
Because, sir, I, I can tell you, I've had parents call me and tell me I didn't know my child was doing this and the school hid it from me. Because let me yeah. tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, there is, schools are under no obligation right now to report what's going on as is. And that's why my impo- amendment was important. And that, and you, and there's even a story. And I wish I could remember the family, but they're right here in the Upstate, where they weren't told that their child was transitioning in school, and the school helped them do it. And then the the the, the teen basically runs away from home and goes to live with a family member of one of the school administrators, and they would not tell the parents where they are, or where she was. He was, I guess, she was. This world has become very dangerous. They yes. have peer pressure. They have TikTok. There's a lot of things going on, and a parent needs to be informed of what's going on in their uh, in their, their kid's life. You're right. You're exactly right. So the bill did pass. Um, just quickly, what's the chance of it passing in the Senate? Lord Almighty. Uh, <laughs> I know. I got the same feeling, especially when you got people in there like Sandy Sin and Penry Gustafson and Katrina Sheely. Well, we'll leave it, leave it at that. State Representative Thomas Beach, a pleasure to talk to you this afternoon, sir. Hey, we, we'll talk again. Sir, thank you. Yeah, thank take you care. so much for all you do. Thank yes, you. sir. We'll be right back. When we get back, Nikki Haley went from it's a two-person race to, uh-huh. I'll tell you about that next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Nikki Haley. Uh, remember when Nikki Haley said that uh, this is not, it was right. <laughs> it was after she get. Now, folks, you got you to give her credit. Even if it's fake confidence, it was confidence to come out and say after her third place finish in Ohio, Nikki said this is now a two-person race. Talking about New Hampshire, this is now a two-person race. Well, they've kind of gone from that to, um, shall we say, lowering expectations. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even Sununu, Governor Chris Sununu up there in New Hampshire, predicting a Nikki Haley victory. It's always going to be a victory. Going to be a victory. Well, now they're kind of downplaying all of that. And they're saying, you know, know." so they've gone from Nikki Haley is going to win in New Hampshire to she'll probably, maybe, hopefully finish a close second. Meanwhile, according to an NBC News report, it almost sounds like Haley's campaign has given up on New Hampshire because Haley is keeping a very low profile before the primary. She even ducked out of one of the debates with Ron DeSantis, and her schedule has become, uh, shall we say, very Biden-esque at a time when she ought to have a packed schedule. She should, but she doesn't. She's a no-show or canceling a lot of these events. Everybody in New Hampshire is disappointed, said Juliana Bergeron, a Republican National Committee member in New Hampshire. I can't be positive, but yeah, I do think it's ma- it matters. She rose to prominence, then they put her in a bubble, said longtime New Hampshire GOP tra- strategist Michael Biondo, who was a senior advisor to Ramaswamy. She is behind. 
and and to cancel debates and to treat New Hampshire like it's not the first in the nation and it's just like a Super Tuesday. St- well, anyway, that's what's happening. That's what ha- what's happening because we know, especially us here in South Carolina, we know what Nikki Haley is like, don't we? I would not run if President Trump ran. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. I will not, not now, not ever, support raising the gas tax. Let's increase the gas tax by 10 cents over the next three years. A huge issue that I'll deal with as soon as I get there is social media. They need to verify every single person on their outlet because, and I want it by name. I never said government should go and require anyone's names. I think China's been a really great friend of ours. Yes, I view China as an enemy. That was um, not what I intended to say. I do not think we need to pull money from the UN. The UN, the only thing is we would defund the UN as much as possible. When a 12-year-old child in this country assigned female at birth says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy, what should the law allow the response to be? I think the law should stay out of it, and I think parents should handle it. I think there should be federal involvement. You should not have any gender-altering anything done to a child before the age of 18. I mean, it's it's just... Everything has, uh, you know, it's (laughs) she has denied everything she has said, even though she sits there and she sees the television cameras in front of her, even though she sees the microphones right there and she knows we've got we've got all of this stuff on tape. She still contradicts herself time and time again, time and time again. And, And the polls are reflecting this, folks. This is one of the reasons that 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 they've gone from this is a two person race to well hopefully we'll get a close second New Hampshire Republican primary St Anselm poll came out today Trump 52 that is a 14 point lead over Nikki Haley the Boston Globe Trump 14 points over Nikki Haley let's see just take a look at some of the other polls here for the New Hampshire primary all total uh, the RCP average, real, real uh, clear politics average, is at 12.8%. Trump leads in the St. Anselm, like I said, by 14. The Boston Globe by 14. Uh, the Emerson poll has him at 16. But the ones that she, the one that she really clung to here, was the CNN poll. Oh, CNN poll with the University of New Hampshire that put Trump at a plus seven. Over Nikki Haley, and she was really in on that. Oh boy, they and that that one came out uh, ten days ago, ten days ago, and that's why she came out with those statements like, "Hey, this is a single-digit race now. Hey, uh, the caucuses are over. We're on to an actual primary. So now it's a, it's a two-person race." Well, the very next day, the Emerson poll came out and had Trump plus sixteen, and then it's gone that way ever since. So now, like I said, they've gone from this is definitely this is definitely a two-person race to, gosh, I hope we finish. 
<laughs> oh, my word. I'm telling you what. This is crazy. Charlie, call her Flippy Nick. Uh, oh, I almost said that. Flippy Nicky. Uh, Charlie, I must have this video clip. Um, Charlie, I think DeSantis would earn a lot of support from the people and run away with it in 2028 if he would drop out now and endorse Trump. Charlie, slicky, tricky Nikki is simply ambiguous. That's all she is. Ambiguous Nikki Haley. We have no idea what side she's on. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We will be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.